It's God's plan for me, and I respect yes, that. It's God's plan for me, and I believe uh -huh. that. It's God's plan for me, and I receive that. Guess yep. what, dawg? You know you better believe uh -huh, that. Uh -huh. It's God's plan for me, and I respect yes, that. It's God's plan for me, and I believe uh -huh. that. It's God's plan for me, and I receive That's that. Fikes. Fikes. Welcome for your purpose. I'm your host, Jamel Deal. I'd like to say thank you for tuning in. I hope that what you hear today brings you peace, joy, love, and happiness. But most of all, I hope it brings you one step closer to growing in your faith and in your relationship with Christ. Today, I'll be discussing glorifying the Lord. We're going to be discussing the death of Herod. And But before we get into that, that conversation, I would like to just say, you know, thank you guys for being patient. Thank you guys for understanding and thank you guys for constantly supporting Faith with Purpose. We cannot do this without you. And when I say we can, it's me and God and everything that he puts on my heart to share with you guys. You know, um, when I started this thing out, man, I, I was really, really, you know, hoping that I'll be able to stay with it more consistently. And I know I talk about consistency and I talk about knowledge of God and I talk about different topics whenever I get a chance to, you know, talk to you guys and I get a chance to, you know, fill up your speakers with my with my voice and with uh, with great gratitude. I do want you guys to understand that I appreciate you guys being patient, like I said, and um it's just it's been a journey and um it's been a lot going on for me myself. Um, you know, this school year it's been a lot going on, man, and just um if it's your first time listening, I'm not sure, you know, if you know, but it's your first time listening, man, I am a high school coach and a teacher. And, uh, you know, I spent a lot of my time coaching year round. I spent a lot of my time, you know, of course, spending time with my beautiful wife and um, and our family and, you know, doing a lot of traveling and, and doing things that, you know, it can catch up with you. And so I just needed a break. And I know you guys are like, oh, he's breaking again. No, it's 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 just that, you know, you got to make sure you take care of yourself and take care of your body. And so, um, like I said, that's what Faithful Purpose wants to, you know, Offer you, we want to make sure that you guys are understanding health, uh, make sure you guys are understanding God, uh, make sure you guys are understanding, you know, taking care of yourself overall. And, um, you know what I'm saying? And that starts off with your relationship with God and then so on and so on. So let's get into this conversation for today. Uh, I can talk about me, but this is way bigger than me, guys. So the death of Rod, uh, he put on his robe and, and sat on the throne and, and made a speech. And so the people gave him an ovation and shouted, it's the voice of a God, not a man. Um, an angel instantly struck a rod with sickness because he accepted the people's worship instead of giving glory to God. And uh, he was consumed with worms and died. And so um, we're not God. And so let's start there. We're not God. We shouldn't be doing anything with an agenda to be worshipped as if we are. Now, that that is merely for God and God only. To be in that position. Now, when we accomplish things in life, we shouldn't expect the glory. You know, that glory belongs to God. Like we couldn't have not done this without God's help. And so when you think about all of the sickness going around in the world right now, you think it came out of nowhere. Like, let's really think about that. Do you think it came out of nowhere? Sickness has been around since we were thought of, since we were born. And so like way before that, you know, it's been it's been around. And so it didn't just come from anywhere. So so just peep. It's in the Bible. So the crowd, you know, who Ross spoke to was distracted by the idea of what a God should sound like or look like. And so the presentation created a scenario that he must have been a God because of his role, you know, in, in the throne and even the way he spoke. And so people in this world, you know, they will try to distract you by making it seem like 
they have it all together when they don't. And so I'm pretty sure some of us are dealing with people like that on a daily basis. Or we know a person specifically that is dealing with something like that. And so it may be you. OK, but also we want to let you know that those people will have you comparing yourself, you know, and with comparison comes disappointments. So those disappointments then lead to you worshiping a man, you know, and not God. And and I mean, I this can go a long way. Like we can talk about people who worship LeBron and we can talk about people who worship MJ. And we can talk about people who worship Tom Brady. I mean, that's just in the sports realm, right? Serena Williams and uh, Angel Reese and like all these people that they're worshiping. Right. And so let's let's not do that because we are going to end up with disappointment because they cannot save you. OK, uh, they don't have the power. They're not gods. OK, but let's get back to please listen to scripture. OK, and I just spoke on this in my father in law's church this past Sunday. If you didn't get a chance to uh, tune into the service, I will also put the link on my Instagram and I'll put the link on my Facebook. And, you know, so you guys can get a chance to to listen to that when I talked about. You know, um, making sure that it's God's plan and not mine. So also right here, when you please listen to scripture, as it says, the angel struck a rod with the sickness because he accepted the people's worship instead of giving glory to God. Some people only do what they do for the likes or to be worshipped for being the creator of this or that. And so you got to think about it. Oh, I created it first. I came up with it first. You should worship me. I'm the one that did this first. Wrong. You are wrong. Okay. I get it. You've worked hard to get to where you are, but how could you not give God the glory for allowing it to happen? Now, the crazy part for me is those people who are doing the sinful things and then they get up in their speeches, they get up in, in front of crowds and say, I want to thank God for this and that. So you're thanking God for putting your song in a strip club. You're thanking God for... You know, making sure that we're telling our innocent kids to go out into the streets into violence. You you think God deserves the glory for that? It's just something to think about. Okay, I mean, I'm not attacking anybody. I'm not going after anyone. I'm just letting you know, like our kids are in trouble, our youth are in trouble, and it's because they are worshiping people who are not God, but they're treating them as if they are gods, and they're you know aspiring to have that lifestyle when. That lifestyle is not what it is cracked out to be. All right. But observe and listen with an open mind and heart to people, you know, like that, because if they are looking to be worshipped, you will know right away. It's easy. It's, it's, it's very easy. And so um, if they can't give glory to God for all that he has done and created them to do, then it's time you cut them off. That this right here is your time to cut them off. Unsubscribe, unfollow block, unfriend, or whatever you need to do, because I need you to distance yourself from those type of people. Always give glory to God because he deserves all the glory. And and I was thinking when I was reading in the Bible, in the, in the book of Acts, I was reading and it was talking about a guy named Simeon, the black man. And so it, it's, it's crazy. I, I want to get into that story, but I'm going to get into that another time. But I just want to kind of Throw that in here because I, I know, you know, I like to do a little comedy here and there, but it's kind of like Simeon, the black man. Hmm. OK, I see you, Bible. Go ahead. Uh, so in Acts 14, so Paul and Barnabas, they went to the Jewish synagogues. Right. And they preached with such power that both Jews and Greeks became believers. So 
Some Jews spurned God's message and poisoned the minds of the Gentiles against Paul and Barnabas. So let's be mindful of who you are listening to and receiving the word from. Also, when you share the word, make sure it's shared boldly, but correct. And that was one of my fears, you know, my first time ever preaching in the Spanish church, because, you know, if you don't know, I'm married to a Latina, and so her, her parents are pastors. And so I got an opportunity to preach in the church. And so there was a language barrier there. But at the same time, it's kind of like you have to make sure that what you're preaching, you have to make sure that it is preached boldly and correct. So that is one thing that you really want to make sure that you are putting yourself into the presence of God. And once you do that, make sure you be prepared and make sure you stay equipped with the word, with faith and good works. All right. And so that's what my, my preaching was on. But at the same time, you have to be mindful of who you're listening to and receiving the word from, because not all people are sharing the word boldly and correctly. You have to have both because there are some out there who are, who are preaching the word boldly, but they are wrong as all get out. I'm not going to say no names, but be mindful in your music selection. Okay. Be mindful in what you're putting in your body. When negativity goes in, it has to eventually find its way out. So you have to be mindful of what you're feeding your body and what you are telling yourself. You know, what, what are you telling yourself about you? And, you know, what do you allow yourself to believe in? And so negativity will always come out eventually and it will spurn over into uh, a plethora of problems and situations later on down the road. Okay. So we can't spend a lot of our time spewing our negativity, right. Or negative energy towards one another, or even on ourselves. So we must stay protected and guard ourselves with the body armor of God. All right. And so I wear this little bracelet, you know, I try to wear it every day. It's, it says put on the full armor of God, uh, Ephesians six thirteen through 17. And I try to wear it every day. Because uh, that's my reminder that I am fully equipped, but I do have my body armor of God when I leave this house, right? And when I return. Now, some people have a way of turning truths into lies and lies into truths based on the source. You hear things in the world all the time, you know what I'm saying, about credible sources and non-credible sources. You know, that's just something you've heard about since you, you know, you started school or just, you know, parents are teaching you. When you're young about lies and truth, okay, make sure you're telling the truth. Make sure that if you're going to lie, make sure that you understand that it's going to be consequences. Okay, so you got to think about your source as well. Where are you receiving your information? Okay, and so there are going to be some haters, some enemies, right? Non-believers and even some believers in your life who are going to try to twist or spurn the story of your life to other people. All right, don't fall for it. Listen to me, don't fall for it. Don't let those stones they are throwing at you like they threw at Paul stop you from receiving the support you still have around you. This is the moment for you to stand up and walk back into the presence of the Lord. They thought, right? So they really thought that they left you for dead. They thought it, but little did they know that you had a family full of believers and faith around you. God wants you to complete the job and that is why he has kept you alive and wants you to bring attention to his word. All right. So I was going to let you know that you can take notes on Acts 14, verse 15 through 17. And in Acts 14, 15 through 17, Barnes and Paul were being looked at as gods in human form. P 
people were preparing to offer sacrifices to them, the apostles asked, why are you doing this? Don't you know that we are merely humans just like you? So um, you get a chance, go to Acts 14, 15 to 17, read a little bit more on that. And, you know, I don't know about you guys, but when I get when I start reading the Bible, I get so, you know, intrigued and so interested in the stories that I end up reading uh, uh, far, far down. And I end up going to other stories and I'm like, whoa. And so that's when you're like, man, I need to go ahead and flip back to another book because I know this is something else that was going on earlier. So it's very, very, it's very, very interesting, guys. It is the stories and how the Bible and we're seeing it, you know, form right in front of our eyes, you know, especially if you open it and read it, you're like, man, this is a aha moment. Like, ah, I got it. Like, I, I, I finally get it. And some of you just never, you know, you don't really get it. <laughs> you're just sitting like, I'm still confused. But it's okay. Pray on it. Reread. Revisit. Keep reading it. Keep understanding it until you actually get the understanding. So you have to seek understanding, right? Just like you have to seek God. All right. We are here to bring you the good news, right? That you should turn from worthless things and turn to the living God. Now, this is Paul and Barnabas. Okay. Now, the God who made heaven, earth, the sea, and everything in them. In the past, he permitted all nations to go their own ways, but he never left them without evidence of himself and his goodness. We are all human beings and we have to make sacrifices from time to time. Now, that is one hard thing that we have been struggling with is sacrificing nobody wants to really make sacrifices and when we do make them we complain about them now listen no man or woman in this world is worth sacrificing your happiness right no one should make you feel worthless or less than there's nothing more valuable in this world than your life and your relationship with god i want to say that one more time there is nothing more valuable in this world than your life and your relationship with god all oh, let me see how I can put this. I said all oh, but all other worldly things are worthless, and you should always turn to God for everything. I mean, everything. Some people are treading the waters of going away from God because He is a God of choice or decision, and we have been making some bad choices and bad decisions for very long as human beings, and some of us forget that. Close your eyes. Find your quiet space. Go talk to God. There's no need for you to tread the waters anymore. This is your calling right now to talk to God. Even if you have to pause this episode right now and get into your quiet space, go talk to God. Ask him to help you in making your choices or decisions. He, he has a hand in everything anyway, but at the same time, you need to... You need to make sure you're talking to God about making better decisions and better choices. Okay, now he will allow you to make a decision whether it's right or wrong and still leave evidence that he is by your side. The fact that somebody listening now may have recently or in the past made it out of a situation that that should have taken you out. But by the grace of God, you made it through. And so his goodness reigns forever. He sends rain and good crops and food and joyful hearts. I mean, man, come on. Come on now. Come on. You got to share that. Think about what that means for your life. Not anybody else's life. Think about what it means for your life. And I think that's another thing we struggle with is we're worried about others more than we are worried about ourselves and our relationships with God. 
And so it is good news knowing that God will never leave you. He will never leave us without evidence of himself and his goodness. Acts 14, 22. Strength grew in the believers. Believers were encouraged to continue in the faith, reminding them that we must suffer many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. All right. And so we're going to be suffering hardships. We are going through these things, but that is what it's going to take. You're going to sacrifice some things and we have to keep reminding ourselves, stay faithful. And that is going to be one of the keys to make sure you enter the kingdom of God. Think of all of the hardships you've encountered or you are going to, you know, encounter. And then think about the ones you're going through right now, because I know it's a lot of people going through things right now and they will not admit it. I can admit that I'm, I go through things on a daily but my motto is if I can improve 1% on something every single day, then I am going to make sure that I keep leading forward and moving forward to make sure I keep growing in my relationship with God every day. All right. So try to keep in mind that if we are to be more like Christ every day, then life was not meant to be easy. Once you understand that life was not meant to be easy. When Christ came to this earth in human form, it was not easy for him. I want you to understand that it was not easy. Jesus did not have it easy. He went through so much for us to be here today. And some of us are just ungrateful and throwing it away. And we cannot be that way. And so we all were given our journey like Paul and Barnabas, but not everybody feels like they can endure the hardship to complete the job. Like, And this right here is for you guys or you know gals out there who feel like giving up or you feel like, you know what, I just can't handle this job. But guess what? You're one of your strongest warriors. You want your strongest children because if you couldn't handle it, it wouldn't have been a part of his plan. Remember, God's plan, not mine. All right. I want to encourage you today to trust in the grace of God that you will complete the work he has for you. Just complete it, guys. Do whatever you can to get to that finish line. All right. Because I'm telling you, the line, finish line is almost near. For those of you who left the church or has been struggling on your own for some time, no matter the reason, God has the door open for you and wants you to step on in. So come on, step on in, guys. Step into your faith and, and come on back. He, he has never left you. Even if you know you left the church, he has never left you. He's inviting you back. It's always open. The door is open for you to come on back. All right. This is your calling to come back today. Acts 15 and 8. God knows people's heart. And he confirmed that he accepts Gentiles by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he did to Paul and Barnabas. He made no distinction between the apostles and them referring to Gentiles for their hearts were cleansed through faith. It is not wise to challenge God. All right. Let's not challenge God. The fact that some Gentiles were becoming believers speaks to that. Some people are going to want you to do, you know, anything you can to go against the Bible. Or go against what the Bible says. Or they will try to convince you, you know, to not have faith in what he says. You have those naysayers. You have people who, who things are constantly not going in their favor or working out for them. They always have something bad to say about the Bible or bad to say about God. But you got to think about who you're talking to. You got to think about who your source is. And I'm telling you, you got to think about that. In Acts 15, 11, it says, we believe that we are all saved the same way by the underserved grace of the Lord Jesus. Believing is half the battle. Okay? Believing is half the battle. We must know that we have been saved by the grace of God. It is the knowing, guys. It is the knowing. Although we don't deserve it, we all have been saved the same way 
by Jesus Christ dying on the cross for our sins and rising three days later. Now, when you get a chance, read Acts 15, 13 and 21, as it talks about when James backed up Peter saying he tried to tell y'all about the time God first visited the Gentiles. He, he tried he tried to tell him in there. And so the prophets predicted that there would be a return and restoration of the fallen house of David. And so it then said, I will rebuild its ruins and restore it so that the rest of humanity might seek the Lord, including the Gentiles of those I have called to be mine. The Lord has spoken. He who made these things known so long ago. Because the Lord has spoken this some time ago, the apostles were standing in front of the council. The judgment is that they shouldn't make it difficult. And so for the Gentiles who are turning to God, they shouldn't make it, they shouldn't make it difficult for those guys. They shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? And so instead, let's give them advice according to the Lord's word on what they should be doing. And so you got to be uh, mindful of the advice that you're giving others because there's always that one friend or somebody who's trying to give you advice and they can't take their own advice. You know why? Because it's not from God. There's somebody out there who's giving out advice to their friend right now and it's a, it's negative advice and you can't see it because you love that person, right? Our love for people who are doing wrong, it blinds us and it puts us in situations that later on down the road, that negativity, it, it, it falls, it, it pours over and it makes you feel like, you know, um, kind of makes you feel disrespected and it makes you feel like, man, you really, you know, caught me off guard when it's been right there in front of your face the whole time. So you need to guide, you need to make sure that, you know, the advice that people are giving you is according to the Lord's word. And so you want to make sure that you're taking your advice, you know, from the word. You want to read the Bible because that's who gives the best advice. Look the Lord's word. I don't know if you missed that or not, but get into the Lord's word. They preached about these laws of Moses in the synagogues in every city or every Sabbath for many generations. Now, as a Christian, we should obey God's word and stick to what it's, you know, what it says. And so, um, it, it talks about you know, cleansing our hearts through faith. And so, like I said, you, you pray, you want to, you know, make sure that you continue to ask God for more faith and you got to, you know, continue to believe in what God is doing for you and your life and those people around you. And so it's kind of like, it's a cleansing, right? When you have faith, it's, it's a natural cleanse because now you're, you're believing in something that you cannot see yet. Hebrews 11 and one, you, you, you can, you can't see it yet, but you continually, continually worship God and praise God for everything that you have right now in this moment. Although it may not be what you expected or what you wanted to have at that moment but remember god's plan not mine okay so if you believe it and receive it today say amen and amen okay so i hope this message helps someone today and i hope that you can share this message with a friend or a family member don't hesitate to reach out to me on any other social media platforms for prayer suggestions uh topics you want to hear interviews or collaborations or just you know just want to have a simple conversation. I mean, that's, that is what I am here for. That's what Favorite Purpose does. It brings communities together, and we want to make sure that we bring congregations together, and we want to grow our Faithful Purpose family. So, like I said, this is this is a 
nonprofit situation. Um, and people always ask me, do you get paid for your podcast? Do you do this and do that? And I say, no, this is not for me. This is not something to make money off of. This is all to glorify God. And so now, like I said, glorifying the Lord is what we need to do. So I hope that this is something that we can get better at, something that we can constantly have conversations about and we can act on it. And I'll be sending prayers to everybody away and, you know, to things that's going on in the world right now and, and praying that everybody, you know, has continued success and prosperity and patience and perseverance and just, you know, overall faith. You know what I'm saying? Continue to do your good works. And I really want to say thank you for not giving up on me and not giving up on this process and on this journey. And I hope that you continue to come along with me on this journey and this this. This thing that we call walking with Christ and trying to learn exactly what it is that we are supposed to be doing at the hand of the Lord. So I thank you again for tuning in. FWP gang, I love you. God loves you. And that's fine. Peace. me